4 verse 3. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Join me as we embark on this journey in serving the Lord together. Hello, wonderful people, and welcome to God is Enough for Me to Serve podcast. <laughs> Whoa. Exciting. <laughs> welcome back to God is Enough for Me. I hope you're all doing amazingly well. Happy New Year to every single one of you that are listening. It is now the year 2023. Glory be to God. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Thank God. Thank God we made it into the new year. Um, may the name of God forever be glorified in Jesus' name. So I know it's been a very, very long time. Um, I understand. Yeah, I know. It's been since last year. Uh, I think May. I think the last time I uploaded was May. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but you know what? that's besides the point um i think i needed some time to just um i guess become inspired by god on um what i should be posting on god is enough for me to serve because i don't know i just feel like i wasn't feeling as inspired anymore and um not because i didn't wasn't receiving the word from the actually okay I just say that I was going through some personal things in my life and I just felt like I wasn't in the right um, state of mind to be inspired by God to, you know, post something for people to listen. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What matters is that we're back and we're better and we're here to serve the Lord embark on the journey and serving the Lord together and reading his word and conforming to his word and learning from his word period <laughs> so welcome back to God is enough for me to serve I hope you've all been doing well staying safe keeping healthy um and yeah so I think in a few podcasts a few podcasts from the last one I uploaded I think I had mentioned that I've provided an email account um where um if anyone wanted to communicate with me um they could use that email account to communicate with me about like anything that has to do with god is enough for me to serve um but the thing is that that email account no longer works anymore because your girl decided to forget the password to the account (laughs) I literally forgot the password to the account. I can't remember the password. And I'm unable to actually get into the account to see if I even received any emails. I probably haven't. I don't know. But um, yeah, I forgot the password to the email account. So I'm unable to actually get into the account. And yeah, so right now as it stands, I don't have any means of being able to communicate with anyone concerning God is enough for me to serve. Um, I don't have any social medias for this podcast. Um, and the email no longer works. So just kind of like a disclaimer for anyone who might want to use the email. Please don't use that email because it literally does not work anymore. I don't know. the. I literally don't know the password and I can't get into the account. So 
Anyway, I'm still thinking of creating a social media, maybe Instagram account for this podcast, but that's, I think I will consider that when, um, I don't know when I'll consider it. I'll consider it though. (laughs) I'm not really a fan of social media, to be honest. Like I don't really like social media and I'd rather not be a part of it. So that's kind of why I'm a bit conflicted about creating a social media account for specifically just for God is enough for me to serve. Um, Because I don't have a personal social media account myself. So um, yeah. But I'll think about it. We'll, we'll think about it. We'll figure it out. By the grace of God, we'll figure it out. Okay. So, what are we talking about today? Let's just dive right into today's topic. Um, oh, and but if you do ever find that you want to communicate, maybe ask any questions or feedback, whatever it may be, um, I believe there is a... Depending on whatever... Um, platform it is you're using to listen to this podcast i believe there should be a section where you can put in comments and somehow i'm i should be able to receive those comments i don't know if it works like that but i'll come up with something i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll see we'll see anyway what are we talking about today y'all today i will be talking about asking god soberly yes asking god soberly so i'm going to be using the bible passage from james 4 verse 3 it says ye ask and receive not because ye ask a means that ye may consume it consume it upon your lust when it comes to asking god for things because the word of god tells us that we should ask and it shall be given unto us seek who will find knock and the door will be opened unto us but the thing is that when we come when it comes to asking god for something we need to come to him with a sober mind now as I'm sharing this word with you, I'm also sharing it with myself too. I'm not trying to sound like an hypocrite here because this is something that I was inspired by to talk about this morning. And yes, it is morning time right now. <laughs> so that's why my voice might sound a little bit raspy because it's in the morning and I usually have a very raspy voice in the morning. I don't know why, but it's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, when we ask God for things, we need to ensure that we're coming to him in a very, from a very sober mind. The word of God says in James 3, Ye ask and receive not, because you ask of me, that ye may consume it upon your lust. What this essentially is telling us is that when we ask God for something, we're not asking him because we want to seek for his will about the thing. We're asking him because we want to fulfill the desires of our own hearts. So it's so important that whenever we want to ask God for something, we ask him based on the fact that we want to know if it is his will for us or if it's not his will for us. Um, for example, when we, for example, I'm just going to use this as an example, like maybe you're someone who's seeking out a life partner and you're asking God for a life partner. And let's just say that you come to God already having the person that type of person, the person or the type of person that you already want in your heart. And you're now asking God, God, I want, oh, wait, no. Okay. Let me use this example. Let's say you're seeking God's face about a particular, let's say you're a guy and you're seeking God's face about a particular girl, woman, um, and to see if it's, if the woman is God's will for your life. But you come to God already having an answer from God in your heart, saying that because you so desire to want to be with this woman because she fits, you know, she's your type, 
she's she fits all the she she checks off all the boxes for you um and you already come to god already having an answer in your heart whatever it is you present to god is what he will present back to you now let me tell you what i mean by that if you go to the book of numbers um 13 where the children of israel were told to go visit the um where Caleb and Joshua and some of the other children of Israel were told to go visit the land that God had promised to give to them, to give to the children of Israel, to just search it out and see how good of a land it is and, you know, what's happening there. Um, and then um, the children of Israel, the people that, the spies that went to go, that went to go check out the land, when they came back, they gave a very unfavorable report of what the land was like, except from Joshua and Caleb. They gave good reports, but the other spies gave unfavorable reports so they said a bunch of things to kind of put fear in the heart of the children of israel they were like yeah the people there that the people we saw there are giants you know we can't take them um we're definitely not going to be able to survive in that land blah 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 blah. and then in verse number 13 verse 33 um the spies say and there we saw giants the sons of anak which came which come up which come up the giants and we were in our own sights as grasshoppers, grass, why did I say that like that? Grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. So here, essentially, they were saying that they were grasshoppers in the sight of those people. Like they were like nothing. They, they literally were like nothing. That they could never contend with them. That those people were literally giants, and the children of Israel are pretty much grasshoppers, and they're like they're nothing. They can never compare to those people. And then God got very angry at what it is that they were saying because God was like, why would you come? Why would you compare yourself like that to those people? That is so unwise. You know that. And God was trying to God, God, God got angry because he was like, you're you're I'm with you. You're serving a living God who is who has been with you since you came out of Egypt who parted a whole Red Sea, who sent forth plagues on Egypt. Who saved you from the hands of pharaoh and now you're saying that you're grasshoppers like what is wrong with you guys like you guys are supposed to because if you continue into numbers 14 you read more about how god was so wrought and angry with the way they were comparing themselves and not realizing that god was with them so they did not need to be scared of anybody they did not need to fear because god was with them and so in verse in numbers 14 verse 28 god says unto them as truly as I live, saith the Lord, as ye have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. That's the part I want to highlight is that whatever you offer to God, whatever prayers you offer to God is what he will present back to you. So if you come to God, let's say like back to the example of the guy who's asking God about a particular woman. If you already come to God in your heart, knowing that already having an answer in your heart from God, Whatever answer that you had in your heart from God is the answer he'll give back to you. Because as you've spoken it in, your, in his ears, because remember, it's not just the words of your mouth that God can hear. He can also hear the meditations of your heart. He knows what is going on in your heart. He knows every single thing that is going on in your heart. So whatever it is you present to God is what he'll present back to you. So that's why I say that whenever we want to ask God for something, we really, really, really need to come to him with a sober mind. A sober mind meaning that God yes or no your will be done like you're not already have you don't already have an answer in your heart because you're like okay god your will has to be done and only your will will be done you know what i mean so 
I'm gonna use myself as an example. <laughs> I'm about to use the funniest example ever. I'm gonna use myself as an example. So a very long time ago, um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this, but anyway, a very long time ago, um, I okay, I came across this person, this um, basketball player, on social media. Um, when I used to have social media, when I used to have Instagram, his name is um, Jarek Culver. And I came across his, um, wait, no, was it that I came across his account? Or how did I find him? Or I think I was looking at the NBA drafts for the season. Yeah, I think I was looking at the NBA drafts for the season and then I came across his name. And then I searched him up on Instagram. I think that's how it went. I came across his name. I was looking at the NBA draft for the season because I, I used to be, not used to be, I still am, but I'm not really as invested as I was before in basketball. I wasn't really that invested before either, but I used to, and I used to be interested in basketball. Um, but anyway, I was looking at the NBA drafts and I came across his name and yeah, I don't even know how I came across this guy's name. Anyway, I came across his name and I searched him up on Instagram and I saw him. So I saw that he was a person of faith and um, from the way he was presenting himself to, to the world, I believed that, you know, um, he was a child of God, um, saved and um, born again because he was professing his faith on social media. That some, listen, people, just because people profess their faith, just because people um, put in their bio, um, God first, <laughs> does not mean that they're actually children of God, does not mean that they're actually serving God. Like, let's just get that across, that just because people say it doesn't really mean, that That doesn't really mean anything, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that, you know, you should see a guy on Instagram and the moment you see that he has God first in his bio, automatically you're like, okay, yeah, this one's a child of God. <laughs> so just don't do that hi so i just wanted to make a quick disclaimer that when i said just because someone has in their bio god first does not mean essentially mean that you know they're a child of god or anything like that now i'm not talking about jared Culver because i don't know the man and the man doesn't know me the man is a basketball player plays for atlanta atlanta team i think i don't even i don't even know anyway i don't know the man the man don't know me um i recently actually just came across his instagram again um and i saw that the jersey that he was wearing was had the number seven on it and that's actually my favorite number so i was kind of like oh my goodness <laughs> anyway what i'm trying to say is i'm not saying that jared Culver is not a child of god i don't know what his relationship is like with god i don't know if like, I don't know what his relationship is like with God. I don't know where he stands with God. I don't know. The only person that knows is God himself and Jared Culver himself. So please don't quote me and say that, you know, like I'm judging someone else about their lifestyle. I'm not judging anyone. I literally don't know the man and the man don't know me. We don't know each other. He's a little celeb. I think he's a celebrity. I don't know if you'd consider him a celebrity. I don't know. But anyway, just wanted to put that disclaimer out there. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so I came across his social media and I saw that he was a person of faith. So I got really, really excited. Um, I saw that he was a person of faith and um, 
I think I saw that his parents or his dad was a pastor or something like that. Anyway, and I started to convince I started to convince myself that this man was gonna be my husband. <laughs> I literally started to convince myself that this man was gonna be my husband. I literally started to convince myself mentally and emotionally. I kept telling myself I, I literally told my family members I was like y'all I sent them a picture I was like guys this is gonna be my future husband he's gonna be my future husband <laughs> I was like Jared Culver he's gonna be my future husband I literally was like telling them and my sisters were like they were like you literally sound delusional right now and I was like I know I do I know I definitely sound very delusional but I'm convinced <laughs> they were like yo he lives all the way in America how are you guys ever even going to meet each other? You live a totally, completely different life from his life. He's a whole basketball player. You're a whole randomer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just, like, telling my... Like, they were just telling me that, like, you guys... There is no way that that would ever even happen because it's, like... Yeah. So, anyway, I remember coming to myself. And at that time in my life, I was, you know, walking, or walking with God and... Um, slowly but surely starting to hear from god about different things about my life and i remember god just telling me that at time and god was like you will marry who i want you to marry that you cannot come to me telling me this is the person i want to marry and this is the person i have to marry you have to come to me sober-mindedly knowing that Whoever the person is, as long as it's God's will, I'm good. That's what I heard from the Lord. And I was like, dang. <laughs> and I was like, that is so true. So it just got me thinking and just saying to myself that God does not like us. Not like us, sorry. God loves us. But he doesn't like us to come to him already having... Um, an answer to whatever question is where we're asking him in our hearts or already having what it is that we want in our hearts he wants us to come to him extremely sober-mindedly that whatever your will is god i want it you know what i mean it's like yes you can have like for example jesus christ when he was at the garden of gethsemane and praying to god he said to God, God, if this cup will pass from me, if this cup could pass from me, nevertheless, not my will, but that will be done. So it's like he didn't come to God already having an answer of what he wanted in his heart. He came to God sober-mindedly that God, okay, I will present to you what it is I want. But at the end of the day, it's not about what I want. God, it's about what you want. It's about pleasing you. It's about establishing your will for my life. You know what I mean? It's about following your agenda and your will for my life. Now, one of the keys of discovering God's will lies in our humility. This means being able to willingly let go of our schemes and our ideas that we know best. It's being able to let go of what we want and what we think is best for us. Because the word of God says that there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end is destruction. 
You know what I mean? The road that God sets before us is often completely different than the ones that we want or the ones that we have planned for ourselves. And it takes humility to recognize this. It takes knowing that it's God's will that must stand. It takes knowing that God is the God that has established the end from the beginning in order to recognize that whatever way he wants us to go in is the right way that we should walk in. And if we look at Proverbs 19 verse 21, it says, Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that will prevail. This proverb should be considered as a guiding principle and an encouragement. Honestly, whenever we ask God about something, we never know what His what, what the answer will be. When we ask God about His will for a particular thing, I think we're always just so curious to know, will it be yes, will it be no, will it be this, will it be that? It's really essential. What I'm trying to get across is that it's essential to draw near to God as we make plans for our lives. It's essential to draw near to Him and present our plans to Him and let him be the one to guide our plans it then allows us to make the most informed plans possible we have to trust that the lord's purpose will be fulfilled in our lives and trusting god with our plans means that um we know that he he has knowledge of what this plan is going to be trusting god with our plans is as is knowing that he already knows the end of what that plan is because he has established the end from the beginning. So he already knows. See, the thing is, God, my, my dear sister, my dear brother, God already knows who you're supposed to marry. He already knows the job that you're supposed to do. He knows everything. So presenting God with our plans is the most wisest decisions that we could ever make for ourselves because he knows he already knows the end of that which it is you're asking him for. He already knows what it is you want from him. He knows everything. So when, while it comes to asking God for his will, we need to ask him soberly. And while we ask God soberly, we should seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. The same thing for Jesus Christ. He asked God about God's will soberly. He said, God, if this cup could be passed from me, but nevertheless, thy will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. He pretty much told God, nevertheless, your kingdom will be sought first. It's not about what I want, it's about what you want. One of the best ways to discover God's will for our lives is to focus on his kingdom and focus on pursuing him and learning what it means to live as a citizen of God's kingdom. The more we press into Jesus Christ, the clearer the path that we have before us will become. So, Jesus Christ, we can see him as an example of someone who was marked by only following God's will for his life. Nothing could ever distract or deter Jesus Christ from fulfilling what God had called him to do here on earth. So, this is something that we can follow is that even when we don't have a complete clarity of God's plan for our lives, we can be committed to being obedient to what we already know. So committed to being obedient to God's word, being obedient to what he wants for us to do so that as we obey, the next step, steps of our lives will become more and more clear. Moral of the story is that whenever you want to ask God for something, um, come to him with a sober mind. Be more fixated on what he wants 
and the purpose of fulfilling the mandate for his kingdom and be more fixated on desiring his will for your life not desiring what you already want for your life so it's so important that we need to follow god's will for our lives and whenever we ask him for anything that we should come to him sober mindedly all right come to god sober mindedly whenever you ask whenever you want to ask him for anything my example was <laughs> something that i was like i need to come so it's like for women it's like if you're if you're seeking out for a divine life partner as a as a lady come to god sober-mindedly don't tell god this is the person i want to marry this person this is how he has to look this is how he has to be like no come to the lord god your father sober-mindedly and he will perform and fulfill all that he has planned to do in your life that is according to his will for your life in jesus name amen so thank you guys so much for listening i hope you learned from today's topic which is ask god soberly <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and may god continue to bless you all as you continue to listen don't forget to share with one person or the other um, you never know whose life this message could touch and um god bless you all abundantly god loves you jesus christ loves you the holy spirit loves you and may the name of god continue to be glorified I hope you have a blessed day. I hope you are having a blessed day. And I hope you had a blessed day. Depending on whenever it is you're watching. Not watching. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Depending on whenever it is you're listening to this. Um, stay blessed and stay well. Bye.